You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Rated PG-13. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time: the roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. And a good afternoon, everybody, or early evening if you are on the East Coast. Hope you are doing well. We got a lot to talk about. An open forum Wednesday with uh, the college football playoffs beginning on Friday. You've got uh, the big NFL weekend. You've got news off the field. You've got the NBA. You've got a lot of things going on. It's the Kings and the Mavs coming up in just a little bit. They will also play on the 31st to wrap up the calendar year. Uh, but I'll tell you, the Mavs, uh, well, we know the Kings are disappointing. Of course, they're disappointing every year. Uh, but, boy, it's been a tough, strange season uh, for the Dallas Mavericks. Uh, they are coming off a win uh, the other night up in Portland. Uh, but the Mavs currently are a game under 500 uh, at 16 and 17. So if you want to talk about that, you know how to get on the show. You hit that hand icon, raise your hand. I'll put you on stage, and we will put you right on. I did my rant today on Aaron Rodgers and his comments that he made on the Pat McAfee show on uh, Tuesday. And, you know, Aaron has been outspoken uh, as it relates to COVID. Uh, He made it once again very clear that it's his opinion. And I thought he made a great point about how, you know, when did we become a country in which you can't have a conversation anymore? And he's right. It's, It's unbelievable. You know, he's not telling you what to do. All right. He's telling you what he's done. He's telling you how he went about things. And so uh, our country, you know, everyone, there's so many people that just sit back and they just want to bitch and complain and moan because it's almost like they have nothing else to do. You know, it's like you have nothing else to do. And so, you know, as far as whether you would, follow Aaron Rodgers protocol if you come down with COVID no one's saying you have to all right no one's saying you have to he also said that the uh, dewormer he took cured him in 48 hours all right I mean so you know it worked for him he's not telling you to take it he's telling you He got better in 48 hours, and he had symptoms. So, you know, he's not telling you to take it. He's telling you what he did. But what he is saying is, it's his opinion. It's his opinion. He's not telling you whether to get vaccinated. He's not telling you not to get vaccinated. He's not telling you anything. He's giving you his opinion that he's done based on his own research. 
And listen, you can sit there and go, well, gee, it's Aaron Rodgers. He's a football player. He's not a doctor. He's not a scientist. How many, how many things have we been told in the past two years about this pandemic? And how many times have they changed their mind? Mind's not even the right word. How many times have they changed their expert scientific opinion as it relates to this virus? You know, Aaron's not the only one that's doing their own research on this, right? So, yeah, I, I understand that there are some people that just can't handle a different opinion than theirs. But in this particular instance, Aaron Rodgers is 100% spot on, right? He is. Again, in this country, you have lost the ability to have a conversation with different opinions. It's the way it is. And the headlines are ridiculous. You know, when you see the stories on Aaron Rodgers, like this one from the Washington Examiner, Aaron Rodgers questions science behind COVID-19 mandates. You know what? A lot of people are questioning science. This is what he said. If science can't be questioned, it's not science anymore. It's propaganda. And that's the truth. I, I agree with him 100%. All right. And he said that he got better in 48 hours after taking the horse dewormer, whatever the hell you call it. What is it called? Ivermectin? Whatever. Ivermectin? I wouldn't take it, but I, that's me. I don't have to take it. I, you know. He said, throughout this entire time, there hasn't been real conversations around health. As far as giving people, you know, things to think about when it comes to how to be healthier, right? As far as your diet, vitamins, exercise, and those kind of things. And once again, he's 100% correct. He's 100% correct. He also, by the way, came out and talked about uh, he will make a decision regarding next year fairly quickly. When this season ends. Now, if I'm Aaron Rodgers, why would I want to go play anywhere else? You, you, you're the number one seed in the NFC again. Last year, you went to the NFC Championship game. You lost at home. You may be right back there again this year. Which team are you going to go to in the National Football League? that's going to give you a better chance to win than the team you're on right now. Like, why would Aaron Rodgers leave Green Bay? Why? He may be the MVP of the league again. And it doesn't make any sense to me. Makes no sense to me at all. I mean, if you're Rodgers and you truly are there to win and win Super Bowls, and I know he's won one, but he's had an opportunity to win four others or at least get to four others and he's lost, He's one and four in NFC championship games. Why would you leave Green Bay for? That doesn't make any sense. Like, what's there to think about? Because you had your feelings hurt last offseason? Or you had your feelings hurt when they drafted a quarterback? It obviously hasn't impacted your football team. You're the number one seed again in the NFC. Most people think you're the odds-on favorite to represent in the Super Bowl. So, 
you know, from where, from the outside looking in, I don't understand if you're Aaron Rodgers, why you would leave. What's there to think about? What's there to think about? All right, if you want to get in on the program today, hit your hand icon, raise your hand, and we'll get you right on stage, and we can talk. All right, uh, what do you think has been some of the best stories of 2021? And what do you think have been some of the real bad stories of 2021? You know, this is going to surprise you. I thought one of the best stories this year was John Rahm being told after round three at the Memorial with a huge lead that he had tested positive for COVID walking off the 18th green. And a lot of people were very bothered by that. But John Rahm handled it with class and with dignity. And then a couple of weeks later, won the U.S. Open at Torrey Pines. And I think a lot of people were rooting for him because of how well he handled himself in that situation. You know, I thought that was one of the real top stories of 2021. And again, I know that probably surprised people because, you know, you would probably think that I would say, well, you know, it was Tom Brady going to a new team, winning the Super Bowl. And beating Kansas City, yeah, I mean, that that was, you know, a top story. I don't think there's any a question about that. You know, if you have some of your favorites, you can hit your hand icon, raise your hand, uh, and we will uh, put you uh, right on. You know, a lot of people thought seeing Giannis Adetokounmpo and how classy he was in winning the NBA championship. You know, that was a tremendous story as well. If you want to talk about some of the bad stories in sports, both on and off the court or off the field, uh, we can do that as well. All right, if you want to get on the program, all you got to do is hit your uh, hand icon, raise your hand, I'll put you on stage, and you can join me right here like we have with Jay. Jay, how are you, sir? Hey, Grant, excellent. Hey, you were spot on with your rant today. You know, um, Thank you. A, a, a couple of things, and and, and again, I'm, I'm going to preface this by saying um, I agree with everything that Scott Pollard has said, I, and I've agreed with uh, Aaron Rodgers, what Aaron Rodgers has said, and what I'm about to say is not advice. It's just, it's just, some facts and anybody can look up whatever they want on this. But, you know, I have spent you know, the last 40 years in the medical industry and, you know, there's, there's a couple of things that, you know, are, have become really obvious in that time of my, in my career. One is what, what drug companies think and what science thinks initially, it usually isn't how it ends up over time. It doesn't, you know, the, the test of time is amazing on how, the the needle moves and how we handled something 10 years ago is not how we handle it today just because we have more data more facts um an opportunity to have really dove into things and studied it and so so the the needle is always moving when it comes to science and facts and that's going to be 100 percent true for this virus as well and then a couple of a, a couple of points on some of the what i'll call controversial medications you know ivermectin um hydroxychloroquine, you know, those are two medications that have been used in human medicine. Uh, you know, like everyone calls it ivermectin a, a horse dewormer. Well, you know, they, it's used in people a lot, you know, just not necessarily in this country. What, what's, but, what's, it, what's it used for mostly in people? Well, it's, it's mostly going to be a, a parasiticide control, you know, so okay. very, various types of parasites. So that's, you know, so when somebody calls it a horse dewormer, well, yeah, they, it is a horse dewormer, um, and it's also a people dewormer too. <laughs> um, okay. uh, so th that's that's the primary thing it's used for. Um, and there's and there's 
many different types of parasites. There's bloodborne parasites, there's intestinal parasites that it's used for um, in many, many species, not just horses. Uh, and the thing, the thing with it is, and, 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 and the the jury's out on this so it may it may turn out that uh the people that took it and had success with it it was just one of those things where they would it, it, they could have taken a glass of water and had the same success right um mm -hmm. time will tell we'll we'll find we'll find out but we need you know years not months to know this to know these things but one of the things that that um is absolutely 100 true is uh, ivermectin hydroxychloroquine they've been proven safe in human medicine I'm, and i'm not suggesting that anyone should ever go take drugs without consulting their doctor that's not the case but they've been proven safe in human medicine for decades not not months decades and um the 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 pathophysiology of how these medications might work uh and this has to be studied but how they might work is it decreases the ability for the virus to penetrate the cells and that's the way viruses reproduce. They have to get, they infect our body and then they they go inside of a cell and that's how they reproduce. And then the and then then the bot then yep. those they, they break back out, right? And so by the, by slowing down the body's ability to, uh, the virus's ability to uh, reproduce, the, the body's our immune system now can fight the virus. And everybody's going to attack that a little bit differently. But that's the rationale. And understood. You know, but you know, and here's it, the other deal. And you made a good point. Aaron Rodgers isn't telling people to take it. He's not. He's not. He's not advocating taking ivermectin or whatever. He's telling people what he did based on his research that was the best for him, the best decision for Aaron Rodgers, not the best decision necessarily for you or exactly. for me. And 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 that that's what bothers me, Jay, is that you know. All right, we don't have to agree with Aaron Rodgers, okay? I, I don't have enough education. I don't have enough knowledge to comment on what someone should or should not do, you know, when it comes to taking medicine. But I do respect Aaron that he made a decision which was best for him. And he's just telling people what he did. He's not, he's not telling people what to do. And I don't understand why there are so many people that are attacking him, Jay. It's so sad. It really oh, is. Oh, no, a hundred percent. And, and we need, we need to have discussions, whatever it is, we need to have good cordial discussions and, uh, it's okay to have a difference of opinion. You know, we, we may not have agreed with the, how Aaron handled his um, vaccine. You know, if, if you know, lying about his vaccine or perceptive right. perceiving. Okay, that that's a different that's a different conversation. But but how he handles his own personal medical choices that that's yep. his personal yep. decision. And a hundred a hundred percent and well, um, yeah, spot on that rant. Thank you, Jake. You have a. If I don't talk to you, happy New Year, buddy. Thank you, you very too, much. Thank Something else I obviously wanted to talk about on the show today was the passing of John Madden. And, you know, when you think about football, you think about John Madden. When you think about the best analyst maybe in the history of sports, not just the NFL, John Madden may be at the very top of the list. John Madden was the Oakland Raiders. John Madden was the National Football League. The Madden gaming business, incredible. Uh, if you were on the cover for Madden, you were like, that was the greatest honor watching the NFL on Thanksgiving. And John Madden was great, whether it was with Pat Summerall or Al Michaels or Vin Scully, or you can go on and on. John Madden was 
the National Football League. And if you want to share any stories about the passing of Madden, his career, what he meant to the Raiders, what he meant to the National Football League, obviously we'll do that uh, as well. All right, if you want to get on, just hit your hand icon, raise your hand like Marty, and we'll put you on stage. Hello, Marty. How are you today? I'm doing well. How are you? Good, Marty. Thank you. Uh, quick question. Sorry to kind of uh, change topics from uh, John Madden, um, but I wanted your opinion on uh, Monty McNair. Um, obviously, uh, it's kind of hard to really evaluate anything since it's only, it hasn't even been two years yet. But based on the moves that he has made currently, would you just give him a pass or fail grade in just the moves that he's made currently? Well, first of all, uh, it's okay to change the subjects because that's what we do here on Listen Up. So your question is good. Uh, first of all, I've never met Monty McNair. I don't know Monty McNair. Uh, and I believe that every executive and coach should be given three years to change things. I also have the knowledge of how that organization works. And it's very difficult for me to criticize a person who is titled the general manager of the Sacramento Kings because I don't believe that that person has control to really do what he wants with the basketball team. So it's difficult for me to criticize Monty McNair. But I will answer your question because I think it was very well phrased. I would give him an incomplete right now because he's only in his first and a half, one, you know, one and a half years. However, he hasn't made any moves of substance. He's made two draft picks that look like they were good draft picks. No disrespect, but Tyrese Halliburton, I think every general manager in the league would have taken him at number 12. Uh, Mitchell proven to be a good draft pick. He hasn't made any trades, right? There haven't been any moves of substance. There hasn't been a move that can change the course of this franchise. Also, in all fairness, you know, his first big move was giving De'Aaron Fox a max deal. Well, De'Aaron Fox is not a max player. And this may handcuff the Sacramento Kings for a couple of years to come if they are unable to move Fox. Now, I'm not saying Fox is a bust. I'm not saying that he's not a good player. What I am saying is he's not anything above a good player. He's not a very good player, and he's certainly not a great player. And there is something wrong with him when I watch him play. He looks like he doesn't want to be on the court. He exhibits very little leadership. Uh, he looks like he is a paycheck guy, that he got his contract, and now it's like he'll do what he wants. And that really concerns me because I've always been a huge De'Aaron Fox fan. I've watched his work ethic. I've watched how he goes about his job. I've watched him play with injuries. But there's something not right with him this year. And so to me, you know, right now, giving him a max deal looks like a bad decision. So I would your question is a great one. It really is. It's a really good question, but I would give him an incomplete. Let me ask you, what grade would you give him? Uh, I would probably say fail just based on the big moves that were supposed to happen. I mean, he let Bogey go for nothing. Uh, yep. which was horrible at the time, you know, I at least sign him and then do something later with them, but you lost him Agreed. for nothing. Um, he got used by the Lakers to get uh, Russell Westbrook. Um, he had a, a deal for Buddy to get Kuzma and, and Harold over, and he let that one go. So I would well, well, honestly well, well, probably... Well, 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 well sorry. Yeah, sorry, sorry. Yeah, we, I, we, don't, we, don't, I, we don't really know if he let that go. There's a lot of, there's a lot of rumors yeah. out there, Le LeBron James nixed that yeah. deal. So we need to be careful what yeah. we say if we don't know 
factually if it's 100% true. We that maybe you may be right, but we don't know. So I'm not going to kill the guy for that because we don't really right. know for sure. No, I would I would give him a fail and in, in, okay. in just what's gone on because all the moves that he's made, they their moves when he let Delon Wright go and he signed Tristan Thompson because he didn't know about Rashawn Holmes. All the all the secondary moves he made were pretty okay moves but they were for a team that already had a a good core in place and this team does not have a, a good core in place no they do not they you that is not even debatable they do not have a good core in place and you that again we can't even debate that i mean it, it's right there yeah again your record is your record and this team does not have a good core in place not only do they not have a good core in place uh, marty they they don't the pieces don't fit together it's like a puzzle where you're trying to put a jigsaw puzzle and you're like, ah, I'm missing a piece or I'm missing two pieces. Did two pieces fall out of the box? I can't, I can't put this puzzle together. Where are those two pieces or the, the pieces of this puzzle do not fit. Right. Uh, last hey, question for you. Yep. If that's all right. Um, obviously with Vivek, he's kind of cared more about, you know, off the rec or off the court stuff rather than on Correct. the court. And he's kind of lived on this honeymoon that he saved the team. And he's never really spoken in, in kind of the lower times. Obviously, you know Sacramento better than anybody else. And to see that fans are just no longer showing up to the games is kind of unheard of. When do you see a point where Vivek will finally come out and, and take to the podium and, and take ownership and, and responsibility about what's going it's on? It's a great question. Uh, I'm not sure he's capable of doing it. I, I don't know if he's capable of getting in front of the microphone and addressing the crowd. He has to be coached on almost everything that he says. And so I don't even know if it would do any good. You know, that's another real problem with the Sacramento Kings. You know, they, they, they don't really have, you know, I call it lack of leadership. You know, he doesn't have leadership. And so I don't even know if he did that, if it would matter. I don't, I, I don't, I really, I really don't know. Um, Vivek is extremely, and let me repeat, extremely uncomfortable in doing interviews. I've interviewed him a number of times and he always has two people over his shoulder, literally breathing down his neck because they're worried about maybe him not handling a question the right way. He's not capable of doing an interview by himself without knowing what the topics are going to be. He's not good at, at being asked a question and improvising, ad-libbing, and answering it on his own. He's not comfortable. It's not something that he is very good at. And I know firsthand because I've interviewed him a number of times. I've interviewed him publicly when there are people around, and I've interviewed him privately. When I mean privately, I mean in a studio setting where, you know, and there's always, always one or two people with him holding his hand. And that's just the truth. He's not comfortable in that setting. Thank you for your time, Grant. Really appreciate you. Hey, thank you. I appreciate you listening to the show. Take care. Yeah, and again, folks, you can you can say whatever you want. That's just the reality. Yeah, I, I'm not really sure that would make a whole lot of difference. I really don't. All right, if you want to get in on the show, hit your hand icon, raise your hand, and I'll put you right up on stage. When I put you up on stage, you have to hit that microphone icon on the bottom of your screen. I just put Jeff on stage. Jeff, you see the little mic? Icon on the bottom of your, there you go. All right, Jeff, now you're on with Grant. Hi, Jeff, how are you? Hey, Grant, Jeff from Yuba City. How are you? I'm good, Jeff. I appreciate you calling. How are you? Great, great. So my take on uh, the King or with Fox is 
it's he's just not the number one guy anymore. Like the guy, I mean, Tyrese has basically taken over the team, and I think there's a little maybe a little jealous streak. I mean, uh, could very you know, well be. Tyrese is like a could, Tyrese. Is, it reminds me of like Harden and Chris Paul trying to play together. They were two good players, but they didn't gel. And uh, uh, I just don't, you know, you got uh, Davis coming into that could, I think he could step in for Fox. Davis came off the bench and and, uh, did very well. I mean, he drives to the basket and he can make free throws. Fox can't hit a free throw. Uh, He usually goes one and one or, I mean, in a clutch situation, I wouldn't trust him at the free throw line. Well, I would say this, the pieces don't fit and you might be spot on, you know, about Fox. Uh, you you might be spot on and it's going to be interesting to see if the Kings are able to move him. I'm talking about the Aaron or if they want to move him, mm-hmm. but I just know this and when you watch this team play, the pieces don't fit. And I think we've seen now Tyrese Halliburton, Jerry Reynolds told me this last year. I love Jerry. Jerry said this early on. He thought that Halliburton should be the lead guard on this basketball team and he's been spot on. Uh, Jerry's been Jerry's yeah, 100% correct. Yeah, I mean, he's correct. almost got a – when Fox was down on COVID, I mean, he almost got a triple-double every every night. I mean, yep. on FanDuel, on the fantasy, he was getting 45, almost 50 points on the fantasy leagues a night, which is if you can get 35 in a fantasy league uh, to 40, you're doing great. And yep. Tyrese exceeded that almost every night. Well – I, I, you make some very good points. What, all I know is this does not work, right? It just does not work. The pieces of this puzzle don't fit. Well, something, I think something needs to be done. Fox, Bagley, and Heald, in a three, uh, if they could uh, get those three together and ship them somewhere, maybe a team that's in a playoff contention, and, and those three could bring a pretty good haul back, I think. Well, it's, uh, you know, I had a caller earlier just before you came on, Marty, asking me what grade I would give Monty McNair. If the trade deadline comes and goes this year without any moves made, then I'm going to give him an F. Yeah. All right. And I'm not even going to, I mean, well, I'll you're wait right. three years. You're but right. for, 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 for now, okay, if, if no moves are made before mm-hmm. the trade deadline, then at right now his grade mm-hmm. would be an F. Now, he, his grade can improve. You know, I'm I'm a I'm a I'll be a professor where if someone wants to do extra credit and make up for it, I'm okay. But mm-hmm. if there are no deals made before February, mm-hmm. then I would give him an F. I think I think Cleveland would be a taker for those guys. I mean, they're an up and coming team, but uh, but they they don't have a bench, and but they have a pretty. I mean, they got some uh, pretty good with uh, Mobley. And uh, what what's the other guy? What's the who, who are you talking about? Cleveland Cavaliers. Well, what's, they just lost uh, the, Ricky Rubio and Colin. Se- you know, Ricky Cleveland's got some yeah. real issues. Ricky Rubio, you're right now. Right. Maybe Cleveland. Yeah, Ricky Rubio just tore his ACL. They already lost Colin Sexton. I, so, that's what I'm yeah. saying. Yeah. 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 I, hey, listen. They got Mobley. Okay, go, go ahead, Fred. Hey, I just want to say thank you for your call and Happy New Year. I really appreciate you taking the Happy time, New okay? Happy New Year. Appreciate everything, and good luck on your lawsuit. Hey, thank you. I appreciate that very much. All right. Yeah, how about uh, Cleveland? I- thank you. How about Cleveland now losing Ricky Rubio? You know, they lose Colin Sexton earlier in the year. Uh, boy, oh, boy. They got some real problems. They've got some real issues going on in Cleveland.
All right, if you want to get on, we've had some really good calls in the first half hour of the show. If you want to get on, just hit your hand icon uh, and we will do it. You know, when you think about the, I, w- I want to go back to John Madden for a minute. When you think about the impact, do you think, and I think it would depend on what generation you are, more people probably knew John Madden or, or you know, when you, if, if I had said, if I had taken a poll, tell me about John Madden, you know, he would even probably number one would be, you know, the all Madden game, you know, the Madden gaming business would be number one. Number two would be as a broadcaster and number three would be as a coach, right? Think about that for a minute. And he has had such an amazing, amazing, he had such an incredible impact an incredible impact on the National Football League. He had an incredible impact on the Raiders organization at the time. You know, he was the youngest head coach. At the time, he was the youngest head coach to be in the National Football League. Think about that. Pretty amazing. John Madden. Gone at the age of 85 his legacy will live on forever in the national football league there was and i really mean this i don't i can't think of another individual that has left a legacy and an impact an impact on the national football league like john madden gone at the age of 85. And I had the opportunity uh, to interview John Madden twice. One was on my show, and another one was when I was doing the Raiders for five years in the preseason and interviewing him in the booth. And you know what? That was a real thrill just being in his presence because you knew you were in the presence of greatness. Absolute greatness. All right, let's get back to uh, some more phone calls. E-Train, you're on with Grant. Go ahead, E-Train. How are you? Yeah, hey, Grant. Good afternoon. I was just wondering if, um, other than your two interviews, if you had a favorite John Madden story. Um, You know, not a favorite. Um, I used to love the way he would – my favorite broadcast team ever in the history of the National Football League was Pat Summerall and John Madden. I don't have a favorite John Madden story, but I just used to love when he worked with Pat Summerall. I just used to love that. Um, but as far as one story, no, because I really wasn't around John Madden to give you an, a, a personal story. You know, but if, if just from a football fan's perspective, I used to love, love, love watching him work with Pat Summerall. Yeah, he was definitely an icon in the sport. And, you know, he was one of the few broadcasters that, you know, you, you never heard a bad word about. It seemed like everybody liked him. Yep. Everybody loved John Madden. You make a great point right there. He didn't have any enemies. You know, that, that you, that, you, hit, you hit on something right there, E-Train. He didn't, he didn't have any enemies. He was a guy that really was beloved by everybody uh, that was in his presence, former players, uh, you know, former coaches, broadcasters. You never heard a bad word. You know about John Madden. You never heard a bad word about the guy. 
Good point. That was very well said on your part. All right. Thanks, Grant. Thank you. Appreciate it. Good stuff right there from E-Train. Hey, if you want to come on uh, the program today, all you need to do is hit your hand icon and we will put you right on. That was a, that was he made a good point there. You know, John Madden was loved by everybody. Everybody. I don't know. I don't I don't know if I ever heard a story. That was a bad story about John Madden, like where somebody said, oh, what a, what a, you know, a bad whatever, whatever adjective you want to use. That's a that was that was spot on. Absolutely uh, spot on. All right. Hey, if you want to get in on the program uh, before we uh, say so long for the day, uh, you can do so. All you need to do is hit your hand icon, raise your hand, uh, and we will put you uh, right on. Uh, the the Kings tonight playing the Dallas Mavericks. Two games left in this calendar year. And you have to ask if Luka were to go off, you know what the narrative's going to be. But the Mavs, just so you know, they are not a very good team. And we'll see what we'll see which Kings team uh, shows up tonight. Let's get to Al. Alfred, how are you today? Good, Grant. How you doing? Good. Good hearing from you. What can I do? Hey, uh, I just wanted to add my my personal uh, feedback. First, I want to ask you real quick. I heard you mention. I, I want to make sure I heard you correct. You listed uh, for today's the average fan today, as far as their their memory of Madden would be, the impact he had um, would be the video game industry with the with the with the Madden. Uh, football game and um and then the all men team and then his coaching would be third Is yeah i say that because you know you and i are you know older but if you are if you're if you're if you're 40 years old or younger yes or 50 years old and younger you weren't even alive when john madden was coaching you probably don't need you probably wouldn't know anything about him as a coach i mean if you were born you know let's say you were born 1980 or right. after you wouldn't know anything about John Madden as a coach. You know, that's, that's I mean, unless that's, you're a historian. Yeah, that's so true. And that's almost kind of sad because, you know, I grew I'm a year older than you. And we both grew up watching him, watching his coaches teams. I, mean, I used to worry he was going to have an aneurysm on the sideline. And he was so amped up. And when he got his first Super Bowl championship, it was like, you know, we were speaking, you were speaking once of Andy Reid finally getting his Super Bowl. And, it was just a feel-good moment for me because I'm not a Raiders fan, but to see him get his first championship, and he always said, they can't take it away from me. And he was so happy, Granny. He was almost, like, relieved because now, you know, it's unfortunate because he had a great coaching record, but yep. they are going up against the Steelers in those years and the Shula's Dolphins. The AFC was loaded back then. Yes, it was. You're right about that. It sure was. No question about that. I had a funny memory, if I could, real quick. Yeah, please. The Rams are playing the Bears in the in the AFC, in the AFC Championship, and and uh, Madden and Summerall are doing the call, and the Rams had a had a guy Dieter Brock. This is 1985, the Bears Super Bowl team, and he was yep. from Can he came in from Canada. Now he he lit up Canada, but he sure didn't didn't light up the NFL. And the Rams, of course, the Bears beat him 24 to nothing. But he threw, we had a receiver Bobby Duckworth. Mm-hmm. Brock Brock throws a, a pass to him, incomplete. Summerall's call, pass to Duckworth, because that's how Summerall called 
Yes, yeah, that's correct. He was very succinct and, in his broadcasting. You're right. Great point on your good job. By you. And listen to this. Man comes in. That looked more like a duck to password. <laughs> yeah, that's great. That's John. You know, those guys were the best. Uh, they were the best. I love oh, those I guys. Oh, I agree. And I'll say real quick, if I could, I'll let you go because I know you've got other calls. But for me, the top moment in sports, as much as I'm not a fan, got to be Brady coming over to the NFC to a whole new team at age 43. And I got to get, I mean, and, and just winning the championship, you know. I mean, that was phenomenal in the in respect to, and I'm not a fan of his, but just to come in at his age. And he went in, not only did he come over to the NFC, it's a whole new team. He goes into New Orleans and beats Breeze in New Orleans. Then he goes into Green Bay and beats Rodgers. These are two yep. NFC powerhouses. And yep. that one for me, and then Phil, I think, winning the major, the PGA at 50 was another one. But Yeah, uh, you know what? That that I, I should have put that right up there uh, because I talked about John Rahm, but you're right. That's a good one. Uh, Phil winning that, absolutely. G- good job on your part. That's oh, I, you know what? correct. And Rob is a big story, but it's more of a, it's kind of a, a sad one. You know, if you're thinking about the worst sports moments, if you're just, you know, we're getting at the end of the year, but yeah, I mean, I just thought of Phil coming in at 50 and I know you're a huge golf guy. So anyway, you know, we all have our moments and, and I liked having the state fans back in the stands too. That was so relieving for me to finally see the fans back in the stadiums, but you have a good afternoon. Thanks for taking my call. Thank you. It's always good hearing from you, Al, and a happy new year to you. Really appreciate your phone call. Again, if you want to get in on the program today, all you got to do is hit your hand icon, raise your hand. Uh, Again, tomorrow, uh, we'll talk a little bit uh, about the college football uh, playoffs. Uh, We'll get you ready for the football weekend on Friday. We got a lot of things uh, to talk about here. Again, the Kings uh, in action tonight, taking on uh, the Mavs. Uh, and the rest of the uh, NFL weekend. So we'll do that. I want your locks of the week, your upset of the week, and again the two big college football games. I, I'm really curious. I want to. See, I, I'm really curious to see if Cincinnati can stay on the field with Alabama. Now, can they win? You know, I mean, you know, I say, can they stay on the field? Are they able to beat Alabama? I mean, that would be one of the biggest upsets that we've seen in college football. And what respect, I mean, Cincinnati is not only playing for themselves, they're, they're playing for all of the other schools that are like them that have an inferior schedule. If Cincinnati gets blown out on Friday night against Alabama, you know what the talk's going to be. And I'll be leading the talk because I don't think Cincinnati should be a top four team. I don't think their schedule warranted it but they could prove me wrong on friday they could prove me wrong on friday they did and i'll tell you that the georgia michigan game with when you look at that game and the possible defense and the physicality that we're going to see in that game wow it's going to be pretty amazing Really going to be pretty amazing. All right. Hey, have a great rest of the day. It's so awesome having you here on Listen Up. I really appreciate your support. You all are awesome. Really good calls today. And uh, I'll be back again tomorrow. All right. Take care. Stay healthy. And thanks for listening to Grant.
Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what? they were doing they were also playing chumba casino coincidence i think not everybody's loving having fun with it chumba casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime anywhere even at thirty thousand feet so sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus that's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life no purchase necessary btw void were prohibited by law see terms and conditions 18 plus